Hey people, how's it going? My name is Wale and I want to talk to you about cars and the automotive industry in general. So welcome to episode one of this podcast. So why did I start this podcast and what is this podcast about? Well, it's a few things. And so the main thing for me is that I'm really keen to find car communities. It's something that I've always struggled to do. And I think that a podcast is a great way of reaching out to new groups of people and finding people who kind of share my excitement, my joy, my appreciation for for cars. And also a chance to hear their stories as well. Something that I hope to do later on by getting guests. Um, something I hope to do in future in terms of getting other people onto the podcast. Cars represent quite a big milestone in my life in that I was someone that spent a lot of time at home and didn't really go out that much beyond the area that I lived in. Um, but And in my house, it was always a case of Top Gear versus Top of the Pop. So um, Top Gear was one for me, but doesn't mean I always got to watch it because, you know, there's one TV and many people in the house. But that said, what it did represent for me was a change in terms of being able to go further than sort of the area that I lived in and to meet loads of new people. And so I'm really keen to kind of extend on that. What I'm really interested in is to understand more about the culture around cars and speak to people about that. So you can consider this podcast to be your car culture group chat. Let's get into the topics today. Today I want to talk about, so to begin with, I'm going to talk about electric cars. And I think this is a really interesting thing because um, I think in many ways we're in this golden age of cars and maybe we don't really realise or appreciate it. You know, I think petrol engines have kind of gotten advanced, as advanced as they're going to be. Um, and for some manufacturers, Mercedes have said they're not, they have no plans to develop sort of new petrol technology. But we have this beautiful space where we've got really advanced sort of petrol powered engines, but then we've also got um, increasingly advanced electric engines in cars. And I'm someone that I think initially was not really the biggest fan of electric cars and just the idea of um, electricity being the thing that powers a car. You don't really get the same sense of drama, the same sense of noise. You don't really get the same sense of excitement from electric cars that you do from petrol they don't make the same noises they don't um they don't have that kind of sort of primal that mechanical kind of sense there's something quite clinical in some ways about um an electric car but i still think that there is a space for them and so i think i think um i think electric cars is a really interesting one i think there's something that have increased in popularity over time um and i think they're going to increase in popularity but i do have a bit of a question around that and something which i haven't really managed to find an answer to which is how, do, how does an electric car work at scale? And so what do I mean by that? Well, if you're somebody that lives in the house or you've got a driveway, um, and maybe you commute to work, if you do, if you don't work from home, that is, and you've got a garage where they've got, um, or a car park where they've got charging facilities, then maybe in some ways having an electric car is a no-brainer. But um, what does it look like when you've got people that live in, you know, flats or tower blocks and you've got sort of hundreds of thousands of cars across the UK, for example, that all need electricity, that all need to charge, that all, you know, take a certain amount of time to charge. How does it, how does it work? How, how, how do electric cars work at scale? And I think this is something that's always interested me. I haven't yet really found an answer to it. And I do wonder what the answer is going to be and how it's going to work. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm a question mark over that space, if that makes sense. And I do think, I do think that electric cars are kind of changing car culture in many ways. I think that the electrification of cars has kind of moved them more towards being a product in some ways than being a thing that people own. And that kind of brings me on to the next part, which is talking about car ownership. So if you look at, for example, um, Volvo. Volvo have recently started, I say recently, but Volvo have a 
it's like a leasing scheme of sorts. It's probably more like a subscription. It's more like a subscription service, actually. So, you know, you can lease cars and people are aware of that. You've got PCP and higher purchase and that sort of thing. But what Volvo have, which is really interesting, is that they have the ability to subscribe to a service. And so the idea is you pay a certain amount of money for a certain tier of access. So you get access to certain types of vehicles. So it might be a sort of the hot hatch kind of segment or an SUV or up to a certain value. And what's really interesting is that you... um essentially pay for access to a vehicle. And what's, inter- what's also interesting is that you don't have, you can cancel within three months. And so if you decide that, well, this ain't really for me, or maybe I only need, need a car a lot over this period of time, you can get the subscription, this sort of Netflix kind of subscription to Volvo, and you can get access to a certain type of car, depending on what price point you kind of access it, or if you've got like a premium subscription or a basic one. And I think this is kind of interesting because I think it kind of takes away from the idea of a car being something that you own and it becomes more like a, a piece of tech or a gadget or um, even just a form of transport. And I do think in some ways that this kind of takes away from car culture and takes away from the idea of a car being something that people own or maybe take pride in and more of it becoming like a tools or something that people use. And so I think I'm really interested to see like how that's going to evolve over time. Um, are we moving away from this this sort of golden age of, you know, like the max power where people kind of really had, um, I'd say pride in their cars, but they really had, they really represented more than it just, just the vehicle that it was. It was almost like a form of expression for some people. Um, yeah, and I, I, I do think um, car ownership in general is an interesting thing. When you, when you look a lot at, for me, I look a lot at the car scene and how people own cars now. I think when I was younger, I remember it was, if someone had a really nice car, it's because they'd really grafted in and um, saved up money. And that was kind of like the only real accessible way into like a nice car, particularly if you're a bit younger. I think the advent of um, just increased ability to get sort of like loans and finance, that sort of thing has kind of changed the types of cars that people have. I think that less people have like the kind of the banger or the, or the beater car and, and more people kind of are able to put themselves in a position where they can have a car that's maybe a step or two above where they would be if they had to just buy the car outright. And I think what that has also done is kind of changed like the way people approach modifying their cars and things like that. So I think they're less likely to modify the cars in the way that they used to. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons why things like Max Power kind of died a little bit was because, um, well, I think one is manufacturers kind of like developing more sporty styling for their cars naturally. So at the factory, you can get sort of more, pardon me, more variations in body kits and things like that. So I think that's kind of like contributed to um, changing the way people view car ownership. Yeah, I also think the other side to it is that there's, since I think there's so much more that's available in terms of options now. So in the past where, you know, you've had a car, you're on public transport, you've got, cabs have always been there. Things like Addison Lee's have been there for a long time, but I think services like Zipcar and Uber really kind of like have um, almost like democratized the use of a car, you could say in some ways. Like the idea you don't have to necessarily own it, but you can get access to it. You can get access to a van when you want. You can get access to a Zipcar now for, if it's even like half an hour or something like that, you can kind of still have that thing. And I think that's really cool. Um, and I do I do think in London, there's it does seem like there's a little bit of a war on the car. I think things like the ULEZ, um expansion are taken away from the desire of people to own cars. I mean, you know, if you've got a car over a certain age and um, 
it becomes difficult to own. You know, the idea that you can kind of um, have a car that's maybe a bit older, it still might be in good condition, might be a pride and joy, but it become it become 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 a very expensive thing to keep. You know, if you find that you want to um, keep that car, then you know you need to pay conversion charge, ULES, um and all those sorts of things. So yeah, I think that brings me to the end of episode one. Um, it, it was kind of a bit disjointed, and it's a series of different thoughts. I definitely think um, I'm looking forward to future episodes and recording again. Um, we'll have a bit more of a structure. But what I'm really keen to do is to speak to you all and to have a have this group chat. And so tell me what your thoughts are about electric cars. Do you think that they're a good thing? Do you think that um, they're taken away from petrol cars? Do you think that, uh, I don't know, that the future is going to be bright as far as, for, as, as, far as cars are concerned? You know, is that the idea of, of owning an electric car? I know for some people it doesn't really pull to them, but I think... As we get older, we have this generation that kind of has never really grown up knowing what the sound of a petrol engine is like. What does that mean for um, the desire to have a petrol car? Like the idea for me personally of just of, of never having the car that kind of just makes those noises again and um, has that sense of drama and fear, but it doesn't really appeal to me, and I think it'll be a loss in some ways. And so. It'll be interesting to hear what your thoughts are. Do you agree? Don't you agree? Um, yeah, get into the chat. Please do subscribe. These episodes are only going to get better. And I look forward to having guests on in the future who I can have conversations with and you can get in that conversation too. So, for me, for now, it's goodbye. But I look forward to speaking to you again and hearing from you in the future. Please do subscribe, comment, and yeah. Live life. Peace out. Jeez, that's hard, man.